Welcome to Zach to the Future. I'm your co-host, Dashiell Driscoll, joined today by the host of Blind Dates, Mark Paul Gosler. Hello, Mark Paul. Hello, Dashiell. And excuse me for sounding like Punky Brewster today. Oh, you know what? I If it's any consolation, I don't like the way my voice sounds every single day of the year. So uh, it's okay if you got a little thing. Did you like sleep weird or wake up weird? or? I don't know. In, the, in, this, in this current uh, world we live in, and if you have a scratchy throat, uh, you, you may be going down for the count for a while. Um, uh, no, that's true. I, I shouldn't joke. Everything, any sniffle. I know. Yeah, no. I, no I, I, it's true. They, like it, it's crazy. Like every headache, every every time I'm thirsty, I'm like I'm dying. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> you gotta know. laugh about it a little. I've been, I've been. Uh, you know, we we've all been doing our part here, quarantining, and especially here in LA. And um, I've been working out a lot, and uh, uh, I, I'm very fortunate. When I did the uh, the show pitch, um, I treated myself. Uh, pitch was where I played a major league baseball player. Um, and it was criminally cut short as, uh, some fans will say on Twitter. And I, I tend to agree. I think it was one of my better shows that, uh, uh, I've been a part of, um, all-star cast, Kylie Bunbury, you can catch her on big sky now. Um, Dan Fogelman, who was the executive producer, writer, creator of, uh, this is us was, uh, our showrunner along with Kevin Falls and Kevin Falls was our showrunner and he was also the showrunner of Franklin and Bash. So it was a really cool show to be a part of. Anyway, getting back to the the, the scratchy throat and my gym, I treated myself uh, to a gym when I did that job. I, I tend to do that. Every every job I get, I treat myself <laughs> or I treat my family to, to, to some sort of perk. Uh, and, and the perk for pitch was uh, this great gym that I now have and I have jujitsu mats in there and, and, um, you know, full weight rack from rogue. Um, no, we're not sponsored by rogue, but that'd be a great uh, sponsor. No, yeah. Uh, Peloton. No, tread. Gym. We, yeah. Yeah. We recorded some of the initial, initial episodes when we were trying to like get a sense of what it would actually be like to be in the same room as one another and, you know, feel each other's like, uh, what do you want to call it? Radio chemistry on this thing. No, I saw the gym. It's, it's phenomenal. I, I described it to anyone who asked me where I was that day as like, it's like a real gym. <laughs> Those are the words I used. Like, yeah. It's as if it's not a home gym. It's a gym gym. Going back, I used to be a amateur cyclist and I used to race almost every weekend and something that a lot of people didn't know that I did. Um, but uh, I would I would cycle to and from work. If I, uh, I remember I lived in a small town, not small anymore, but Valencia here in California uh, in Los Angeles. And I would bike from Valencia to Silmar where our studios were and uh, bike back and I'd get uh, 40 miles a day of, um, of, of I was going to say, that's, yeah. that's, not a, that's not a short ride. <laughs> no, it's not. I, 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 um, I started this actually when I lived in Valencia. I was, I was working in, um, in uh, Century City. And uh, one, one day I thought, you know, it's 40 miles to back and forth. And I used to commute on a motorcycle uh, when I was doing NYPD Blue. And I thought, one day I'm just going to bike it. And I, I got on my bicycle and I, I rode to... Um, to uh, the Fox Studios in Century City. Um, All this to say, the reason your voice is... <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the reason my voice is scratchy is um, I, I used to be a professional... Uh, professional. I, there's there's a slip right there. I used to be an amateur uh, cyclist who used to race in the Category 2 um, division, which is pretty much... You know, you're pretty close to pro. Uh, ra- well, you're racing against pro, but you're uh, an amateur. Anyway, I digress. I got back into cycling through Peloton. Um, and then I kind of wanted to get to take the bar one step further. So I ditched the Peloton bike and I got this thing called a smart trainer. And it's hmm. made by Wahoo. 
and uh, you hook up your bicycle, 10 speed, 11 speed, and you go on these programs. I'm, I'm using a program called Zwift, Z-W-I-F-T, and I'm racing against other people. And I am like loving cycling again. Like one thing that kind of deterred me from cycling was being out on the roads here where I live. It's pretty busy and you need to go 30 minutes in either direction to kind of get away from cars. And now that I, I have this smart trainer and this program Zwift, I'm, I'm getting on a bike every day and I'm on the bike for over an hour and I'm, I'm racing people and training and, and, uh, losing weight and, and just loving being on back on a bike. So my, but my voice going, you know, but, my, but all that to say, <laughs> all to say my voice is a little scratchy just because I've been putting really hard efforts on a mm. indoor bicycle trainer. I was hoping the story would end with you saying you, you lost a race and you grabbed the nearest Coke bottle you could and just <laughs> chewed glass. And that's why you're suffering. I was, I was hoping it would just be a no. hard left, but that's okay. So no, right quite the, the opposite. And yeah, I, no, it's you know, good. it's, good it's been a dry, and, you know. it's been a dry January for me. I mean, it's been really hard to have a dry January. Yeah. Um, Actually, I slipped a little last night. I had a little nip of uh, a little dram of uh, some some single malt. Um, but it's been a tough. Uh, it's been a tough. I'm doing way. this it, too, by the way. Yeah. I started on the fourth or I, whatever Monday was. I started like I let it ride. I let wet December cruise right on into the first weekend of January. Uh, but yeah, I've I've cut off alcohol also this month. And uh, boy, oh boy, what a what a fun, challenging month to to take away that one. So you you uh, didn't have a drink on January sixth. No, I didn't. And weirdly enough, it was, I found myself like actually checking in with myself about like what I do to when, when the world gets a little too stressful to process. I was way more tempted to order like a large pizza with hot wings than I Whoa. was to have a drink. Like that was actually the more, I realized that was the more pressing need in my body to like drown out being awake with just like hot cheese and hot sauce. Uh, I did neither. I did neither. I, I persevered. I didn't let the terrorists win. We should get political, right? This is a good podcast. <laughs> but we do have a show to talk about, I <laughs> let's, think, do we? Let's get know. right into it. Uh, this week's episode, Blind Dates, in case you didn't do the homework, here it is. Zach is Kelly's date for her birthday until his 10th detention lands him suspension. He agrees to take Belding's niece, Penny, out to avoid trouble. Only Kelly had to move her party, and now it's the same night as Zach's blind date. Lisa sets up Jesse with Brett, who Jesse fears is too short. Zach trains Screech to replace him, taking out Penny, since she doesn't know what he looks like. Slater has Screech show up to Kelly's party as Zach with Penny, hoping it will upset Kelly, but it doesn't. She's moved by the effort Zach made and kisses him. Also, Jesse got over the height thing. The end. And we're in Act 1. Just like that, we're into Act 1. Just like I'm, that. There's I'm, catchphrases. I'm channeling. Yeah, we've been doing this so long. Isn't that fun? Oh, wait. Also, I do have a tiny, teeny, tiny correction that Shockingly, Mark Paul, people love to jump on my back every day of my life when I when I mess up on this podcast. <laughs> um, but last week, I, love, I don't know why I love hearing I don't that. Know, by I don't the way, know why, no, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know I, why. Yeah, I don't know how they got the idea. We're on a Zoom together, and yeah. the joy that comes across my face <laughs> is it is I mean, fun. It's, it's fun to see you happy. That's why yeah. I wake up in the morning. Yeah. Um, but last week, I incorrectly said that if someone died, if, if making a joke now about like the Elvis joke was thirteen years ago on last week's episode. Okay. He had died thirteen years prior. I said that was 1998. 1998 was 23 years ago. Not you, not Tracy, not anyone listening caught that. Because in all of our heads, I think 1998 feels like 13 years ago. It's not. 2008 is 13 years ago. It would be like a joke about Heath Ledger dying, not Phil Mm. Hartman. So that's the correction. Uh, And shockingly, no one caught it, because I don't think any of us want to believe 
you know what's so weird is it was 23 years ago. I thought when you said that it had been 13 years since Elvis had died, which is even oh, no. dumber. No, that's even. Yeah. Cra- I mean, that makes that's that's broken logic, brain. But you know what? Either it's way, been a wild year. Yeah. Either way, I didn't really give a shit what you were saying. Is what I it comes down that. to. I I that's was good. I was half good. listening neither, to you. Neither, and neither did Tracy. Perfect. Okay. But <laughs> also, um, I'm just gonna put it out there. Uh, I never see these things on social. I like I never get to see people jumping on your back, as you say. Yeah. Would Would your fans down. or your 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 <laughs> haters yeah. could they please tag me? So that I can actually sure. see. Oh, they this. do sometimes. Yeah, they do. They like it's like it's like tattling. They like want to make sure the teacher oh. sees it. They're okay. like they like they do tag you sometimes. Uh, I'll make sure. <laughs> I they want tag them you to tag. Yeah, tag me all the time. Tag me even. Tag me twice. Yeah, that's tag me twice. Uh, Gosler. Everyone knows that. <laughs> um, and we're in Act One in the halls of Bayside for uh yeah Kelly's Kelly's got a birthday party coming up. Yeah, and this is uh the the audience is really into this episode. It's a hot crowd. It hot is a hot crowd, crowd. and. I, I see from your notes that this was originally season two's opening episode. Yeah, that's correct. So I'm going off the production codes uh, on Wikipedia. If if they're wrong, then the whole ship is is uh, sinking. Um, a lot of ship talk this week. Uh, yeah, this was originally going to be the season two opener. And if you think about how the prom lines up, like the relationships would have been going backwards if this was in order of airing, but. Yeah, this was the original opener. So we we were on hiatus, and um, yeah, this would be the, be the first episode back. Um, it's an interesting episode to come back to. Well, why do you say that? I'm curious. I I don't I don't know. It doesn't feel like a big. I mean, you, usually when you come back from a season, hmm. uh, the the season opener and the season um, finale. Are, tend to be bigger episodes. Tend to be more right. like trying to get a an audience um, involved for the season. But these were all shot. I mean, it, 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 yeah, yeah. I, so they're they're kids. But I mean, they did do that though. They to to your point, um, the prom episode is that. I mean, you come back into season two and it's like, whoa. Uh, first of all, Kelly is so poor she can barely afford to eat. That's crazy. I, I'm glad to learn that. Uh, and also, <laughs> Zach and Kelly are like an item now. Like they do kind of. Use the prom as the correct way to open season two. So, and it opens up with Zach coming in, obviously talking to the camera. Um, he's got detention. He's happy about it. Holding a big gulp. <laughs> he's I thought got that was detention. an awkward, He's happy about it. Yeah. I thought it was an awkward <laughs> choice to be holding a big gulp. Yeah, that, that didn't strike you. I mean, it did. I mean, my of course, I thought Dumb and Dumber like it shouted out in my brain. Um, but no, I mean, I I actually wonder like when did I should have done the homework on the homework. When did Big Gulps jump on the scene? Were you like I'm so glad you a thing asked. That was very new. I'm so glad you because I did the homework because you did the homework on the homework because Thank I'm you. a nerd when it comes to things like this. Right. So I thought you were gonna say because I'm a professional. <laughs> that too. Um, <laughs> Big Gulp uh, started in 1976, and oh, okay. it was uh, through 7-Eleven and Coca Cola. At the time, Coca-Cola, like a serving of Coca-Cola, a serving would be six ounces. And Coca-Cola yeah. really wanted to push their product uh, on, on the public. A can of Coke was six ounces? Yeah. Well, the, like uh, a, the little bottles. The were, can was- The yeah, little, the bottles. little bottles. Okay. Yeah. And a can would probably say it's two servings. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, they really wanted to push their product. They told 7-Eleven, look, we have these, uh, these, these sort of- <laughs> uh, 
carriers uh, that that hold thirty two ounces, and and Seven Eleven right. was like, "There's no way, no one's gonna, no one's gonna, no one, no American would ever consume that no. much soda. You're crazy, right?" And so they said, "Just give it a shot." And 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 the, the way that these old uh, big gulp um, containers looked, it looked like almost like a a, a milk uh, carton. It was square yeah. at the bottom, and and Seven Eleven was like, "You know what? All right, fine, Coca Cola." Uh, we're, we're going to put it out there. We're going to, we're going to put it out. We're, we had two boxes that they had to get rid of. They put it out into their biggest, um, soda consumption region, which was the, uh, OC Orange County here in, uh, I would have guessed, I would have guessed Midwest, but I was way off. <laughs> no, you're way off okay. because Seven no Eleven. disrespect to the Midwest. No, just, but Seven yeah, Eleven was yeah. a SoCal, uh, staple. Sure. And so they put it out in the OC. Guess what? In a week they sold the, 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 the entire, uh, shipment of those two boxes of these glass of these containers and um became a thing and then they started yeah. uh uh making you know bigger bigger gulp. containers bigger gulps there's um big gulp there's super big gulp there's double gulps there's extreme yeah. gulps now just I, i'm not a soda guy but please yeah a big gulp 32 ounces is 364 calories yeah, I mean that's uh that's that's like eating. So <laughs> now you want a eating. super big gulp. It's forty four right. ounces, five hundred and twelve yeah. calories. Double yeah. big gulp, which is a double gulp, yeah. a double a double regular. Yeah, yeah. it's just like basic math. Seven hundred forty four calories. Mm. Sixty four ounces. See, of I don't even. I wouldn't even be thinking of. My me personally, I wouldn't even be counting the calories. I'm a type one diabetic, so the amount of sugar in that thing would be enough to send this guy straight to the hospital. <laughs> so it's if a, I just decided to, to house one down. So it's an interesting choice for me to to hold this big gulp. And actually, I'm looking at the um, the uh, what is that called the the, the container the, the the cup. cup. I mean, what do you mean? I mean, I, it's not a cup because it's like a. I mean, you could put popcorn in there. The, I mean, receptacle, the, how many synonyms, <laughs> yes. how much time do you yeah. got, Mark Paul? I like, I like receptacle. The fact that, yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's clinical. Um, yeah. It feels the, cold the, the receptacle that I'm holding, I'm not so sure that that's an actual big gulp receptacle because <laughs> if you, if you remember <laughs> like the big gulp receptacles that can actually fit in a, um, in your car holder, your, your cup holder, the, right? Your yeah. They, holder, they want yeah. it, it, it funnels down. Right. And even the biggest of gulps have a tiny little bottom. Correct. Uh, which is like maybe a metaphor for I don't know someone smarter than me figured out what that means, uh, but yes they they want you to be able to to go mobile with your gulp. I did a teeny bit of homework here on the homework where you first of all you're delighted not you but Zach I get those confused sometimes. Zach's delighted to uh, to say he's on America's Most Wanted. America's Most Wanted premiered in 1998. Excuse me, 1988. There I go again. Uh, two years before this, 1,000 episodes, over a thousand. And caught over 1,200 fugitives, including 17 on the FBI's Most Wanted. Thought that was pretty neat. Didn't realize that show had such an impact uh, in the world. And we get Jesse here saying something in the year 1990 that, like, you will hear. I mean, I, I think people still say it about, like, it's, it's 2020 or 2021. Like, it's the 90s kind of evoke, calling out what year it is to explain why things are progressing. Uh, thought that was cool. And here comes Zach with his annoying proclamation of, uh, you know, just trying to rub it in Slater's face. Yeah. But uh, Slater has a perfect response to, uh, we're here, who cares? Yeah. I mean, it, he, I mean so we, we did point out that a couple episodes ago it was like the end of their rivalry, but this obviously was shot before, or their rivalry over Kelly, excuse me. 
Um, but this was shot before that. But yeah, I mean, he is like, Zach is, um, I wonder if I'd be into this if I were Kelly. Like, he's almost like, you, you, you kind of want to play it a little cooler than like I know. fawning over. I mean, maybe you don't. I mean, it worked out for you, you two. Um, but like, he's like fawning over her in this weird way. It's also kind of like, she's mine. Um, kind of odd. <laughs> kind of odd for high school. It is. And the, 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 the possessive sort of relationship that he has with Kelly um, and then Slater wanting her back. I'm like, really? You think Slater should just be moving on to bigger and better? He's just, he should just be like rearview mirror. <laughs> I don't know, but like, but playing, playing that to the guy that she's currently with, like, you know, saying to her, to saying to Zach, like, one day I'll, I'll get her back. Yeah. It's like, really? She's the only girl. It's a big school. Yeah. And yeah, building this. So, what did you, we've talked a lot about the inappropriate uh, relationships that adults have to children in this show. How about this one? Just the principal roaming the halls, tapping everyone on the shoulder to be like, please date my niece. Yeah, he's soliciting his niece, basically. Is he soliciting the niece or is he soliciting? I'm, I'm confused how soliciting works. Maybe that's a good thing. Uh, but it seems like he's soliciting the, the students. Like, would you, I don't know how that works. Now, now I'm trying to flash back to every episode of Cops I've seen <laughs> where soliciting gets used. Uh, there's no there's no exchange of monies. Right, it's a kid's show. We so, talked about that. They can't exchange money <laughs> for illegal stuff. Either way, it's wrong. No matter how you slice the pie, uh, this is not good. It's not a good thing. I never experienced this at my high school. My principal never was like, please date my niece. Never happened. Also, another belding, balding joke. Just wear a yeah. hat, sir. Yeah. Mm. That's actually, it's a, it's a funny joke, It's though. a good joke. I'm, it's great. I did, I did, I did giggle good when joke. he says, boys, I have a problem. And I say, just wear a hat. That is a funny joke. Gotta hand it to the writers on that one. Yeah, it's fun. At his expense. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um, and they show him immediately. Like, it's know. a one-two punch. It's first, first you're balding, sir. And now here is a, a little thought bubble of you as a very, very poorly made up woman. And then I love how uh, Screech says that he will date anything. Right. I mean, that's, um, that's what you, you know, want. For, for, he hears that Penny, uh, the niece... Um, what a name too, Penny Belding. Yeah, um, she should have her own show. Really, the, I mean, she sounds sounds quaint. She needs a mercy date, and then uh, and then he walks off say, saying he'll use a beeper. Did you ever have a beeper? No, I missed I missed the wave on beepers. Um, the closest I had to beeper, the closest I had to a beeper was like the bubble gum they used to sell in little beepers, like fake beepers with sticks of gum. That was like a hot commodity for a, a brief glimmer, but never an actual device. Did you ever? Um, chew that gum that was shaped like a cigarette and then it, like oh, yeah. it, you would blow. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Those were, I mean, how, how are those allowed to be sold to kids? Absolutely. <laughs> well, <laughs> they were cool. It's, it's They're that, dangerous. Yeah, or, or, of course I was into or that. Or the um, snuff, like, uh, you know, like chew. Big like, chew. Um, that was chew. even, that was even no, more No, sinister. no, no. No, chewing tobacco that would be like in a can, yeah. but it was actually beef jerky. It was shredded oh, beef jerky. Oh, Did no, you I, have that? No, I never quite like dipped into that Venn diagram of like a, uh, of snack food and tobacco you can use. Um, um, no, those that, were the days. Yeah, that's that is insane that all that stuff was you know readily sold to children. Different time. Yeah, I remember. I remember having a beeper. I remember having a a, a, a pager. Did you? Did you, have, as, did you ever as, use like codes like nine one one and like that kind of stuff? Like I don't remember using codes, but I remember that you could like you, you weren't know, a drug dealer. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you could like you know eight zero zero eight five. Right. Boobs. Yeah. Sure. Boobs. Timeless. Yeah. yeah. It's, that's all. That's still funny. Speaking of funny, uh, <laughs> Zach sold the school to the Japanese. So, Mark Paul, I want you as, you know, this is still like a class of sorts. I really want you to start tracking, like, when they reference Zach's shenanigans, just how unhinged and also straight up illegal they are. 
Because that would be crazy to sell a school to Japan. <laughs> yeah, and then the lame-ass joke that I make of Honda High School. Right. I mean, not good. Yeah, not good. I mean, but yeah, it's fine. But you were a Honda guy, so it kind of fits. The writer, I am. Like, a, this I, guy loves Honda. He, you still I know. Do. I still yeah. love Hondas. At this yeah. point, though, I think I was a Yamaha guy. Just mm. throwing it out there because we talked about yeah. that. I my first motorcycle, my first street bike was a Yamaha FZR. But I am a Honda guy now. I mean, I have Hondas in my garage, and my brother used to work as an engineer for Honda, and um, a lot of friends over at Honda. Uh, they do so great just, work. <laughs> throwing it out there, but that joke falls flat. Honda High School, and then I'll t- I'll tell you the other the other joke that falls flat is not until cows give Pepsi, sir. Yeah, what's that about? I mean, maybe maybe you got soda on the mind. You just slammed thirty two ounces of that crap, so you're like you're like you're buzzing off off a uh, caffeine. No wonder Zach is the way he is. Yeah, no wonder. Um, unless of course Pepsi wants to be a sponsor, in which case it does a body good. Are you a Pepsi or a Coke guy? Um, I'm generally a Coke guy, I, I will say. And I also, again, uh, just shout out to diabetes, had to switch over to like sugar-free sodas a couple years ago and uh cherry Coke zero. If it's in stock, that's my, that's my go-to. Although lately, Mark Paul, especially in this dry January, Topo Chico, just a sparkling mineral water has been a, a real treat, real treat. Love it. What about you? Coke or Pepsi? Uh, growing up, I was a Pepsi guy cause my dad worked in a, um, an aluminum plant that made the cans for Pepsi, Dr. Pepper. Uh, and mm. so I, I, he would bring cans home. Uh, oh, well, that's, yeah. Raw cans of like uh, Pepsi. And I, just, I, I was just a Pepsi guy because of that, because of that reason. Sure. But taste wise, I don't know. I, I'm not a soda guy. I really don't give yeah. a shit. Okay, um, good. There, the, the air has been cleared. Put some, put some, you know, actually, I don't do that anymore. Remember, remember putting like thing, did you ever like put like, Captain Morgan's or um, uh, Southern Comfort or Jack Daniels and and Coke was that like a thing for you? Like a Jack and Coke, sure. I mean that those those got me through college, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have fond memories of Jack. When and was Coke. the last time you had a Jack and Coke? Oh, I could I could not. I actually, right? it's so funny you say that because I was there was a, I was listening to a song that referenced Jack and Coke, and I was like, I actually stopped driving first. I was like, when was I could not tell you. I mean, it, it yeah. had to be. I'm not even sure. I mean, maybe I guess Obama was president first term. I don't know that. That's a ballpark. That's not too that's far. That, that's not too long, though. I, 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 yeah, I mean, I'm 33, so it's like it was like I was like 22, maybe. I don't know. That's like about mm-hmm. what I would have to guess. And we're in Bayside classroom. Where we get a new teacher. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to stop us right there. We, we come to this classroom. Did you notice that this is a completely different day and we're all in completely different wardrobe? No, I didn't. Wait, what? That's yeah. crazy. So look. That's not. Okay, so you're in, you're in your cozy sweater gear, which I like. Yeah. Yep. Like that outfit. Looks good. Yep. Building giving you such a knowing look as you walk away. Like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get him. And okay, so I see, we haven't seen Lisa and Jesse yet. Or did yeah, we? you did. You did see Jesse. Oh, we did? Yeah. Oh, they were at the lockers. Oh my God. You're That's right. right. Sorry. How, and she how was like in this jean. She was like in this jean oh, outfit. Was. Yes. And then maybe they had comes, gym or something. Here comes a teacher. We can talk about the teacher and we can go back yes, to the. Uh, we will. To the to, Kevin Costner of it all. Sure. Yeah. There's Zach. And you're in a totally different outfit. Okay. Well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a different day. That makes no sense. Very confusing timeline. Um, I didn't notice that. Good call. Uh, real quick, the girls mention or, or Jesse mentions Kevin Costner as her dream man. He would have been 35 in 1990, so 
yet again, these girls are just into older dudes. I would even I would be too young, uh, apparently, for Jesse in her in her in her high school interest. Mr. Hudson, played by I M Hobson, uh, kind of similar name there. One and done teacher, original Broadway cast of Amadeus. I thought that was cool. He mm-hmm. was also Drake the Butler from the film version of Annie. Uh, in the 90s, you may have seen him in Barton Fink, Dracula, an episode of Seinfeld, and personal favorite, Hudsucker Proxy. Great movie if you want to unwind with the film after this podcast. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, holy browse, Batman. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's, I got mean, a, he's got a couple big ones up there. They're, yeah. they're, I mean, isn't it, isn't it interesting, though? Like, so, okay, so he was, on, he was from the original cast of Amadeus, and he was in Annie. Like, these teachers, I never, I never realized this because I never looked it up. They're like so many of them are Broadway or cartoon or like they occupy this space of performance that's like larger than life by definition, um, and it works in the energy of these classrooms. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know if the casting director knew these people or if they actually went in and auditioned for these roles. I I, I had no idea um, about that process for any of these actors. But uh, you know, I, I I think these these actors are great, and yeah, their their body of work. Uh, Says says in many ways they're overqualified. I mean that's like yeah, the, that's exactly. the bottom line. They're yeah. over they're overqualified, which is not uncommon to perhaps public educators uh, in by and large. So right on the money. He asks a question. I I, I thought it was interesting, uh, and I I don't know if if the writers again were in the room thinking, huh, this would be fun little Easter egg. But he asks a question about genes, and he says if if the mother passes along a brown-eyed gene and the father passes along a blue-eyed gene, what do you get? I couldn't, I, I, I was wondering, I, I did this in class, by the way. I don't know if you guys had this in your schooling. Like we did, we cover genetics and this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't know the answer. What's, what's the answer? I will tell you what the answer is because Please. my mother has brown eyes and my father ah. has blue eyes. Okay. You get hazel. You get hazel. Okay, there you go. All right. Well, at least that's what I got. Yeah. I got I got like a greenish color hazel eye, and I'm just wondering if like the writers thought, oh, this would be kind of fun I, to uh, <laughs> to ask Zach Morris, who is uh, you know uh, oh, half Asian. Yeah. Um, you think that's what was going what, on in there? What you would get? You, you don't think they were I, just like know, eyeing lunch outside the room and being like, <laughs> listen, uh, what did you? I learn? don't know what goes on <laughs> yeah. in those rooms that you're a part they're, of. They're eyeing lunch. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> they're like that's where the eyes are. That's why they're thinking about eyes. Their eyes are looking at lunch. It's outside. It's getting colder. We better wrap up this whole eye scene. Um, but yeah, Mr. Hudson, uh, quizzing the class on genetics. There's also a little bit here. Um, just I, I I always focus on the background artists now. Per your guidance, Mark Paul. Uh, like when Zach is reading the note at one point, one of the background artists in the background is like distracting another background artist to be like, it's the guy all the way in the back and the, with the purple long sleeve shirt and the flock of seagulls hair. He's like- Yes. He's, no, no, that's not flock of seagulls hair, by the way. I've, I've, I've noticed him. No. And yeah. I, I've, I've, I've noticed him in other um, episodes and I've struggled to figure out like, where have I seen this look that he has? Hmm. This haircut, like yeah. this cut. You know what that is? Hmm. Michael Hutchins okay. from NXS. Oh man. That's okay. what all that right. reminds me of. Got it. Yeah, yeah I see that. Yeah, I mean- that, it, that it was, was certainly, big kind of around that yeah. time. That's it. There it is. Well, he he makes a choice as a as an extra to like he's doing a lot of giggling, but then he like taps the girl next to him to be like I I mean to share a moment. It's a, it's a weird choice. I will say that. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, see he like distracts. He's like, "Hey, over here." Like, "What? Is that? You've been yeah, on no, more sets than me, Paul." 
he's acting, that's acting to be like, look over here now. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a fine line for the background, right? They have to look like they're part of a scene, but don't take um, the focus away from what's happening in the front. Right. Uh, but so I guess, yeah, I guess that's I, kind of fair. I mean, yeah, like in, in a regular situation in, in a normal classroom, you might tap the person next to you and be like, boy, oh boy, this guy's really in trouble. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I'm being too critical. Um, also, we've talked a lot about how things get cut in this show for syndication. I believe a minute thirty was the number of of time, the amount of time that has to get cut from every original run of the episodes. There's only two beats in Zach passing notes, and I suspect, call it a hunch, there was a third beat, and the third beat got cut because you don't need three beats of Zach passing notes if we got to lose ninety seconds. Just a hunch. I have nothing to base that on. Except, except comedy. <laughs> and then he gets uh, detention. Right. He's in Belding's office for detention. Uh, you do a cool little like spit catch thing. Can you, was that like a thing you did? Was that, because you're good at it. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good at, I do this for my kids. I, I am good at catching things in my mouth. Huh. Um, and I, or like, I, I, you I, know. it's coordination. It's like a. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I learned it. At a very young age, I guess, uh, to, to, to be able to throw like grapes or yeah. marshmallows or, you know, things that won't chip your teeth if you, if you happen to ding it off your, uh, your caps there. Um, but, uh, I do it for the kids every once in a while. Like hmm. how high can daddy throw this thing and then catch it in my mouth, the whole spit thing and, and catching your mouth. That's kind of gross. It is kind of gross. I'm yeah. surprised that I actually was doing that. Um, it shows you don't care. But, He's a bad boy. He doesn't care about know, his own spit. I know, but I must say, I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a um, a congratulatory tap on the uh, shoulder here. Uh, but to do it seated, right? That's that's very difficult. Right. I have to be very precise with the spit up, and you know I can't move around too too much for the uh, the, the the catch. Yeah, because um, you can't get under it. I mean, you're you're as under it as you're going to be. So if you if you mess up on the launch, you're you're not going to be able to 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 bring it down to safety. And yeah, this we, we talked a little bit about the term soliciting uh, earlier. I just want to point out that like Belding's whole thing of like, I'll get you out of suspension if you date my niece, it, it's definitely blackmail, but it's also kind of prostitution because he gives Zach $20. Yeah, so there you go. He's like paying her. He's like paying him to do it. It's like actually, he's like in this version, Zach is the prostitute because he's getting the money to go on. He's a penny's the John. That's that's the math that we're working with. Either way you look at it, he is soliciting. It's not good. He's soliciting yeah, it's, it's, it's someone's someone. being solicited. Yeah, and yeah, if there was a no solicitor sign on the door, then no one's getting in <laughs> because there's soliciting happening 100. Uh, percent And in the halls of Bayside, um, we get you know we just get we just find out oh oh brother Kelly booked her party and the Max was already booked so she had to book it the other night and whoops it's on the same day as Penny's date. Uh, what the hell is going on at the Max that they're booking all these parties and like? I'm curious about the financial aspect of it. Like, how did? What do you? What I mean, we can get into it when we see the party because no one's eating or ordering anything. But like, what is? What does that mean for the Kapowski family? Did they had to like pay Max to to block it off? I I don't know. Well, we've already established that the Max is in financial. Uh, he, he's not good with his finances. Ruined. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's he is awful. He's with off money. with money. Um. <laughs> Also, where is Max in this episode during that party? Like nowhere. 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 Not sorry. Yeah, Ed, we we looked out for you, but you're 
you didn't get the call that day, apparently. And also, I just want to point out in this in this scene, and I didn't point it out in the in the very first scene that we see Kelly, but she looks awfully tan. And this could be, um, yeah. you know, coming back from a hiatus. We would all go back to our normal yeah. lives, yeah. and uh, you know, she was she would go back to Long Beach where she was from, and I would go back up to Valencia where I was from, and. Who knows? Maybe she was at the beach uh, during during her hiatus break and just being outside, uh, you know, enjoying the sun. Yeah, because she is a California girl. Remember outside? Yeah, I, I don't remember outside. I, uh, I don't remember outside. Uh, right? No, I mean also, and also, uh, you know, I talk a lot about everyone's outfits. I think when um, Tiffany was on, she mentioned how like she never had any complaints about how Kelly looked. What a fun outfit for Kelly! Like it's like so color. Like I just I love. I think Kelly really does get the the most like some of the more timeless. They're still cool outfits. There's also a background artist, though, as she's leaving, that was making a real meal out of walking up the stairs in a similarly cool outfit. I thought she was trying to like upstage Kelly's outfit. It's like a a pink, a full pink getup with white boots, <laughs> something you probably wouldn't wear to school. Yeah, yeah, she she was definitely taking the attention away from Kelly at that moment. Yeah, it's like kind of like like I don't know. She's really like really going for it. Mm-hmm. I like that this podcast is mostly become about just watching the people in the background. <laughs> That's fun for me, though. I never did it on the first watch. Uh, and we're in, we're in Act 2, like that. Uh, Zach showing up to Belding's office with just every single thing you could buy to show you had an injury. <laughs> like, if you showed up to traffic court with that, they would laugh you out of the room and be like, you, you, this accident never happened. <laughs> like you're, you're clearly a scammer. Yeah, and th- right when I walk in, Belding gives a look. That he come knows. On. Yeah, he's, he's like, like come, come on. on. This is too much. Too much. Show up with one thing. You showed up with everything? That's a scam. Show up with one thing. That's a story. Um, and he says a skateboard accident, which is like a nice generic injury. It could be anything. Uh, but what kind of accident hit your like, you, <laughs> were you like training for the X Games? Like, it's pretty serious if, if you fell off a skateboard and did that. Also, this, I love, I love the, the, the building. This is so needlessly uh, twisted and convoluted of like, bring a single red rose to the mall. To, it's like, what the hell are you? You're going to just send your niece and drop her off at the mall knowing no one and hoping a guy with the biggest scam artist in the world is there with a rose? So Dash, I'm going to give you an acting uh, lesson here um, that, I, that I, yeah. Please, I'm always uh, looking for one. At the end of this scene, uh, Zach turns to the camera and gives an eyebrow raise. Mm-hmm. One is enough. Yeah. Okay. I decided to do right. I decided to do you know two. Yeah. And um you gave yeah, a couple I gave yeah, a, gave a, a few, few but it 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 doesn't work. Like I I feel like Don Barnhart who directed this episode should have should have given me that note. Right. I would have I would have I would have taken it. Yeah. Sometimes actors don't take notes. I would have taken that note. I would yeah. have said, "You know what, Don, you're right." Because two it's just not needed. Yeah. I wonder if if it's all. I mean, I guess it, the second one's needed because you're still talking. Um, it's not needed, but you're. It wasn't like the thing we talked about in editing where you kind of hold it. Right. Like you could have been like double bumping to hold right. the thing longer after the line. I see what's happening. That that specific eyebrow bump. I love what we get into here. <laughs> uh, it reminded me so much of Home Alone because what happens is Belding says like she won't recognize you, and then you repeat it like she won't recognize right. me. Right. So it's the eyebrow bump. In Home Alone, it's, I made my family disappear. I made my family disappear. And then the eyebrow bump. This episode came out a month before Home Alone. So they couldn't have stolen it from you. That's not how movies and cameras work. But I thought it was almost like a a reference to a popular thing in pop culture. But I guess 
I guess it wasn't. It was just you and Macaulay were bumping brows at the same time. Yeah, and unlike a, 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 a film where you get multiple takes, we didn't, you know, you, you couldn't nitpick every single take here. Yeah. So, you know, maybe right. we... And why would you want to? I mean, who's going to see it 30 years from now? <laughs> no from? one. Like, this is, come on, it's for kids on yeah. Saturdays. Give it a So there you a go. Rest, you guys. get the double eyebrow raise. Uh, one too many. I should have yeah. just said uh, yeah. my line and given the eyebrow and been out. But instead I gave, I gave too many. I'm sorry, guys. That's Over, overachiever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't want to overstay your welcome. Yeah. Um, in the girls' locker room, uh, which is an interesting place for a show about teenagers to occupy so much time, um, the girls have all modified their gym clothes. I don't know if mm-hmm. you noticed that, but like every single one of them has done something to, you know, change it up, which you would, you would imagine Lisa would. That's her character. She loves fashion. And, um, but all the girls did. And that wouldn't fly at real school. No. The, the gym coach would be like, excuse me, girls, uh, not a, no, get out and don't come back till you're dressed correctly for, you know, dodgeball or whatever the hell's going on. Oh, wow, it's the Blind Date game. I incorrectly on your intro this week, Mark Paul said, you're the host of Blind Date. It's Blind Date game. Sorry about that. I'm sure the fans were confused. Um, and we're in the fuzzy pink fantasy sequence here of uh, this game show. And you'll notice the curtain for Blind Date game is the same curtain used when we saw Belding as a woman earlier. Uh, it's the same backdrop. You already paid for the curtain. You might as well use it twice. And Zach's, this is Zach's dream of hosting a game show from Pin to the Mat. I mean, he came back. It, it's not referenced, but he always wanted to host one, and now he gets to in a dream. I'm digging that suit, double-breasted suit. Little, oh, yeah, uh, it's nice. The tie is, oof, what's going on there? Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I actually used to have ties like that. That's a very 90s thing uh, to have ties like that. I probably still have a few in my closet just as a leftover. but uh, uh, It'll be back soon, so just keep, hold on to it. They'll, they'll be coming back. They always do. Yeah, I'm digging, that, uh, I'm digging my look right here. You could, that could, I mean, you could, I feel like you could have that tomorrow. I feel like you could just whip that up. That wouldn't be that, even that crazy. And we get to meet the bachelors, uh, Teddy Krueger, Mason Voorhees, and one Donald Trump. So, listener, take it however you will that. The writers at the time decided to lump in those three as uh, as monsters. Interesting. Interesting. I noted it as interesting because you could have done Michael Tires and he could have been like Michael Myers with some tires or something. I don't know. That's a first draft idea. Um, but no, instead it's Donald Trump and Screech gets to, you know, do a very, I mean, it's a, it's a, I think he has no lines is his impression. He just throws money in the air. But yeah, certainly interesting. And I love, I love that you introduce her as desperate Jesse. What a cutting combination of words to just. No one likes. I mean, to be called desperate like that is a. That's a that that's a rough one at any age. I don't think anyone wants to be desperate. I don't want to be desperate Dashiell, even though it's alliterated. It sounds kind of cool. Uh, it's not. It's not a good good thing. I wouldn't throw that out there, by the way. Desperate Dashiell. That's okay. I mean, I'm my initials are already DD. It's fine. Uh, I already have, you know, if I got monogrammed stuff for that, uh, th- it'd be fine. Um, and uh, yeah, we get an Adam West Batman style uh, graphic, the smack, uh, you know, just tracking all these fun little influences all over Say by the Bell. And then we come back to the locker room scene and, and Jesse's going, no, no. I mean, w- what is wrong with these kids? 
they, when they, when right. they zone out like this, what, what is, what is happening here? I thought about that. What are the other yeah, people? Yeah, exactly. What are they doing? What do the other people think when, when they, when they snap out, they're like, has, that, has this ever happened to you? I mean, you're, you're 33, you said now. Yes, I am. Has this ever years. happened to you where you're standing in a room and somebody zones out because they're in a pink fuzzy fantasy right. Yeah. and then they come back and they're like, uh, no, no, I'm not, well, this no, happens not, every week. N- not uh, yeah, every week. I mean, that's, it, it happens every day around Bayside. I would definitely start checking like the CO2 levels in the air or something. Uh, but no, I like every now and then I'll like mumble something to myself. Every now and then I'll like, I do that. Remember, I'll like remember an embarrassing thing or like something I should have done or yep. didn't say, but should like, and I'll be like, it'll just kind of like, yep. like a burp almost. I do that too. Um, but, but uh, yeah, I think that's part of the human condition, but I don't like, I definitely don't just like sit up off the couch and go like, no, like that yeah. would be crazy. I would go to a doctor. I would check. I would check if I had a head injury, and I would. I would be at a doctor's office. I yeah. mean, we're 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 left to believe that she zoned out for what thirty seconds, and Kelly and well, I mean, who knows? It could be. It could have been five minutes. Yeah, it could have been. She could have been living in that thing for a, a good amount of time. And Kelly's like, "Are you okay?" Fuck no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly. Clearly, she's she's bleeding from her brain, most likely. <laughs> uh, take her to Malibu General. Um, and Jesse, we're in the max. Jesse wore her fringiest jacket to, to meet this young suitor named Brett. Brett is played by one Timothy Williams. Uh, I found it interesting. He wrote an episode of the 90s, 90s uh, Nickelodeon show, Salute Your Shorts, uh, about a basketball tournament, if you're familiar with that series. thought that was neat. Brett's an actor, but he also wrote an episode of TV I, I watched as a kid. Yeah, I, I looked him up on IMDb. And um, he's done a lot of television work, but uh, when you when you uh, input his name, it comes up as writer, not as an actor. Yeah. But he did right. he did do a lot of uh, acting um, before and after uh, this this appearance on Saved by the Bell. That's because a lot of people, Mark Paul, consider writing to be the more noble profession of the two. They want it listed first, but you know it's it's really a debate that's timeless and for Whatever. the ages, which is you know harder, harder, and. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I just want to point no, out. I'm just kidding. Come on, they 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 hand out the writing awards first thing at the award shows. They save actor till the end. Don't don't worry about. <laughs> I also want to. <laughs> I know how. I know. Well, how I want to point out here. Does Brett? What, what's wrong with his left arm during this scene? Oh, I don't know. Oh, why is he like? That's a choice. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why it's down there. He um, he talks. That he, is odd. He uses yeah. his right hand to to oh, yeah, gesticulate the, quite a bit, but that left arm is dead. I like also that he's like from private school, but they quickly establish, okay, he's not rich. And if, if there was going to be a problem where Jesse's like, oh, but Brett's rich, that's not the problem. Like he's, he's like, he's like, oh, my parents are, they're barely, they're barely paying my way through. And like, okay, uh, cool. We've, we've, because I thought almost the fact that Lisa introduces Brett to Jesse almost felt like this is some kind of like, because they hype him up as private school Brett. It's like, did they meet at their country club? Or like, I, you know, I was trying to figure out the, the status of it all, but I no. I she like says it's his neighbor. Away. She says, uh, j- "Oh, she says my name, na- my yeah. neighbor from private school." There, there you go. That's yep, correct. Yep, yep, yep. I should, really, I should really pay attention. <laughs> uh, how long does it take Jesse uh, to fall in love with this guy, or at least to be interested in this guy? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that, Mark Paul. It takes 37 seconds. 37 seconds for Jesse to hear that his he comes from a broken home and or his he's friends to he his friend has a divorced family and he's very caring of them and also not rich. And that's all she needs to hear to swoon. Uh, so this is a good lesson out there. And for anyone, if you meet someone 
honestly, I mean, I think this skews more towards women, but probably men and women. They're going to make up their mind in the first 37 seconds. So if you think there's going to be any connection, it's, it's going to take less than a minute for the person on the other end of the table to, to process that, that case. And she passes the, he passes the Jesse test. Yeah, and I th- this made me very uncomfortable. By the way, this this slow mo oh, yeah. push in, I was ugh, I, 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 I couldn't do it. Yeah, it is odd. I mean, the, it the is. extreme close ups. Yeah, mm-hmm. Don Don making some choices. Yeah, Elizabeth playing it well though. Elizabeth is like acting. I mean, she's like, I believed her that she's like into this guy. And then he stands up. Bum bum bum. Man, they must have put. I feel like they put her in lifts. On top, like I feel like they like extra heightened her to make that. No, <laughs> she was she's tall. I mean, Elizabeth. She is, is tall, but, but he's not probably that. like five ten. Oh, maybe that's right. Then he's like five six, and he could have been shorter mm-hmm. at the time of filming. Um, he's a, he's um he's a good uh, Brecken Meyer height. Hmm. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Hello, Brecken. When, friend, of, when, friend of the podcast. <laughs> friend of the podcast. When Brecken met my wife, my wife is uh, six foot. I say it like that because I sometimes think she's six foot plus, but she likes okay. to be called six foot. Oh, um, right. When when Brecken um, met my wife, uh, he said she came to the set and uh, he says, "Oh look, you brought a yeti to the set." Oh, nice! That's um, a good way to meet someone is to <laughs> compare good. them to a, a fictional yeah. monster. That's that's a, both men and women love that. Yeah, um, and then and then he got up on my um, he got up on my director's chair, which uh, mm. you know <laughs> they're they're higher than normal chairs. He got yeah. up on my director's yeah. chair sure. on his knees, and uh, oh, man. he he proceeded to talk to her uh, on his knees on this director's chair so that he could be eye level with her. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's good. That's good that's, work. That's my that's my good friend Bracken Meyer. We should have him back Honestly, on the I, show. <laughs> I see why you're friends. He's he's a funny guy. Uh, I yeah, would. I, guy. I mean, that's just good comedy. Um, also, we should just point out here, like Jesse was concerned about her height 21 episodes ago, not that even long ago in the scope of television. Um, in Dancing to the Max, it was a plot point in the very first episode. Also in the Max, she's. It's just like, oof, but you know. It is what it is, I guess. Maybe they just didn't think the kids were going to track that one. I, I find it uh, funny the the, uh, the choice of words that Kelly uses to to describe Brett. She says, "Oh, he was adorable." That's usually not a a, a word you want to use uh, to describe a man. Mm, adorable. That's yeah. it's something actually. And I, I'm we have to have him back. Are we on talking the show, about Brett again? <laughs> yeah, I say that all People the like time. He's adorable? To him. No, I say, I, I say oh, that yeah. when, when people are, you know, when we introduce each other, I go, I want you to meet my adorable friend. Oh. This is Breckenmeyer. Yeah. Uh, but adorable to me has always been, uh, yeah, a, a choice word for people like Brett's or, or, um, or Brecken. I just, I, it's, a, it's a condescending word. People have code words, especially when you're like setting someone up on a date. Like, oh, he's adorable. It's like, oh, well, he's short. Or like, if a guy is setting up, like, oh, she has a great personality. It's like, well, what about her looks? Like, like people use words to to sort of yeah. like soften the blow of it's. It's a really sure. weird like dance when, people do when you're when you're house shopping and and they go, oh, it's charming. It's, it's a, charming. It's a, it's a fixer upper. Yeah, it's a piece of shit. Is what it it's is. It's a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like it's like it's it's so funny. Like this this language. No one can ever just say, oh yeah, he's actually kind of a jerk. Or like, actually, he's like, he's very small, but like, he drives a nice car. I don't know. Like, no one can just say what's then, going on. And then Jesse uses a word that I hadn't used in so long, but I remember it being big in in school. Was he's a shrimp? Shrimp, right? Yeah, right. Shrimp. Fell out. Of, fell yeah. out of favor. It's no. Um, 
Maybe kids are just getting nicer about the things they make fun of each other for. But yeah, shrimp <laughs> fell out of favor. Uh, I don't know. You don't, you don't hear shrimp anymore. We should bring it back. Let's bring it back. Um, Might as and, well. It's 2021. Well, it's 2021, right? God, that's, I'm, still, I'm still saying it's 2020. It's not. Um, and uh, yeah, we're in the Bayside bathroom. Um, and when you, do you notice that when Zach goes in, he looks underneath the stall? Yeah. I'm so glad you pointed that out. Right. Yeah. And so I, I put that in whenever you're going to have a private conversation in a bathroom. Right. First look. thing you do, always look under the stalls. Uh, so now I'm going to fast forward to the end of the scene. Sure, Slater please. has been in the bathroom overhearing our conversation. <laughs> um, so in case you Just, hadn't done your homework, I now am, uh, employing, um, Screech to, uh, uh, to 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 be me, right. to sh- to show up at this at this movie theater with a rose yeah. uh, for for Penny, um, yeah. so that I can get out of it, so I can go to 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 Kelly's party. So Slater's standing on this toilet, hearing this, right? Crouching, kind of, because he's not even like to stand fully. His head would right. be up, so he's like in a but in a semi crouch. Yeah. Here's the thing: I walk into the bathroom and you can't see his feet. What the fuck is right. he doing? Is he shitting with his feet up? I think he's just, he had a free period or something and he's just like laying low to collect some intel. He, he's still on this Kelly case. He doesn't know where it's going to come from. No, 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 Maybe, no. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Don't I buy mean, come on. Just I, you think he's, okay. All right. I don't know what's going on. Like he's standing on a toilet before anybody even enters the bathroom. Who does okay. this? Uh, theorizing here, and this is a real uh, stretch, but literally he was, he was in a normal seated position. He had his feet on the door of the stall for to brace himself. He was had such a, a serious job he was working on. <laughs> and, the, and, and then from there, he was able to kind of retract his feet, listener, if you will, perch on the toilet, finish his business. He didn't wipe. He had no time to wipe. Uh, but he did get the intel. That's what I'm theorizing, that he was walking around with a muddy butt for the rest of the day. I don't know. And, and it, it's so funny that none of us ever questioned this on the day. Like, this is something- No that I do all the time. I mean, I, I, I will read something in a script and preferably I will talk to them days before we actually film it because we don't want to waste time on set. But something like this, like, you know, we, we rehearsed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We shoot right. this on Friday. We had four days to prep. And at no point did we go, Someone oh, that's been so like, weird. Wait a minute, yeah. Well, like, but it, it's even, it's made even weirder. Like they could have been fixed by feet, on the floor, they walk in, feet go up. No, no, Zach, and I'll tell like, you how, no, 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 because that would tip the hat that somebody's actually in oh, the yeah. room. Totally, Listen, well, you're right. You're totally here's right. Here's the thing: yeah. you do it with the camera. You never show the stalls. So when I come in, just tighten the shot up. Just show yeah. Zach walking he in. Never with, looked. With Why does he look? I never look. Yeah, you never Don't looks. look. Exactly. It's Careless. my fault for not yeah. looking. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. so then, and then you reveal the doors right. later on, and then yeah. you reveal you widen, Slater. You widen, Correct. Don. You hear that? Yeah, yeah. We go to, go back to film uh, school, Don. <laughs> Just oh, kidding. Man. We love Don Barnhart around here. He's a legend. Um, but yeah, it's incredible what you can hear standing on a toilet is Slater's line. I'm gonna theorize. No, it's not. It's not incredible what you can hear standing on a toilet. You'll probably hear someone say, "Get the hell down from there," or you'll hear someone going to the bathroom. That's about it. And we are in Act Three for what is maybe the most disturbing scene in the series <laughs> of, of Zach. Like, it's just like this is. <laughs> Why do you, you say really that? Break down, uh, like some of the more like 
to model someone in your image like this, especially not just like the mannerisms, but to be like, well, you need to dress in these khakis with this blazer. And I get it. It's just for fun. It's it's the movie Twins, which I love. Uh, but this is like mentally unhinged behavior to the extreme of being like, I will make you in my image. That's what God apparently did. So to do that to another human is, is playing God. Um, it's really fucking weird. Well, I disagree with you, and so did the audience. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. So they did love the audience. It. The crowd goes... The crowd goes. I have it in my notes. The crowd goes wild. Do you know how long we hold for the audience? I I had I took my stopwatch out. Please, twelve seconds. That's that's a long hold for that is a very long hold. Well, first of all, it's a long hold for something that isn't written, right? So. As a, you you would know this because you're a writer, yeah. but you never write sure. for like a Allegedly. audience. Yeah, you never write for an <laughs> audience hold. You you don't you don't write hold for applause. Yeah, you just hope you get the applause so and then you hold. Yeah, that's, maybe that's right. the joke that we had to cut out of the Mister Hudson scene was hmm. because of this, because of the the long audience um, reactions that we would have. Well, you had to cut a minute thirty out any regardless, but this certainly may have taken up more of that time. Um, and you're gonna want to hold it. It is it is fun. It's also fun, like, I, you know, um, I have it in my notes here for later, but, like, it's fun to see Screech kind of up. He never gets to, like, win. So he does win this episode. That's a little spoiler. But, you know, he gets to be Zack, and Zack always wins. So it's, like, fun to see him as Zack. It's fun to see you two. It's, like, it's the movie Twins, which is a very fun movie. I also wanted to point out, Dashiell, I'm not sure if, if you saw this, Please, yeah. but as, um, you know, we, we do this gag uh, with yeah. Screech. Great gag. Great gag. Uh, mile away, you can see this one coming. <laughs> you, you can see this from a mile away, but th- the set um, deck, like uh, that's uh, yeah. set decoration, the right. stair banister, and this gag yeah. makes no sense. Like again, how how so? Am I missing something? Is this like well, a like an M C Escher painting or something? I don't know. Like, Look at the screen. Do you see the stair banister? Okay. I do, yeah. Okay, so he falls. Oh, so why is the banister on that? Like, why is it on the wall side? Yes. Hmm. That's a good point. I mean, it falls out of frame. So the stairs are right there. Like the stairs lead up to Zach's room. Like, where's the hallway? Where's where's it could it could it could. I mean, I could. I mean, I'm not trying to like go full blown house truther on you, but like, there could be a version where the stairs end at the first bedroom of the hall, and that's Zach's. Yeah. Room, I could, I could see that. It, it, the it, more confusing thing is the banister placement because, like, but again, that I guess that wall could also end, and the ban. I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying to. We could be here all day, folks. It, I agree. It's a little, it's a little teeny bit confusing, but not a ton to me. Yeah, I actually like that Zach has a sign on his room that says it's a street sign, but it says Computer Drive because his dad's a computer salesman, and computers have drives. I thought that was a fun, a fun tiny little joke. I, I liked it. <laughs> Anything to please I you. I did. I, hey, it doesn't take much these days, I'm telling you. <laughs> and we're in the halls of Bayside for Slater to enact his plan. Um, going to theorize here that, uh, or I guess we're not, sorry, we're not at Slater's plan yet. First, first, <laughs> first, Kelly and Lisa have to put on the world's laziest theater production for Jesse, <laughs> like <laughs> teaching her a lesson about discrimination. Um, Mark Paul, I, I would imagine you never, uh, encountered this or maybe you did in your dating life or aware of this like height-based discrimination in dating is a, is a totally real thing yeah um and it's especially in the age of internet apps uh like to to list your height is a very common practice especially oh, for yeah. guys on dating apps because like girls will just be like i'm not like six feet and under not having it like not interested uh it's a thing so 
I don't know, say by the bell, kind of ahead of the time here on this lesson. No, I, 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 I've definitely uh, experienced it in, in my in my life. I, I haven't dated a whole heck of a lot, um, but when I met my uh, my wife, um, I've I've already expressed she's taller than me. She's a good right. inch taller than me, probably an inch. Yeah. So in heels, in heels, it's probably like several. Right? Is yeah. That how the in, math works? Like heels, they're already taller than you. Yeah. Yeah. And heels, she's about six three, possibly six four. Uh, which, oh my God, Brecken would have to get a whole ladder. <laughs> uh, yeah. Come on it, back, Brecken. We miss you. That is actually, um, yeah. If I remember correctly, he he did say that at one point. Like, if she wore heels, he'd have to get oh, his man. ice picks out and like try to climb. Right. Okay. Good. So upper. He already and, made the joke. He he did a guy. Yeah. And I th- cool. I, I think the reason why he says that also because my wife is blonde. She looks Nordic. Mm. Um, she's actually right. Scottish, uh, born in okay. England, though. Uh, it's a weird story, but anyway, you guys have like you guys have like the United Nations under your roof, Mark. Paul. Yeah, no, we really are. Um, but no, I felt that when I when I first met my wife, uh, I thought, hmm, I wonder if she has a problem hmm. just being slightly taller than me. You know who's like the 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 reigning champion of this of this uh thing, David Spade. Go back through the go back through the halls of history and see who David Spade would show up places with. Every single one of his dates taller than him. He never blinked an eye. He did never bothered him once. Uh, so there you go. From from one, I'm a short person. Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Oh my God. Yeah. Rod Stewart's another prime example of a. Uh, we mentioned the terminology last week. A short king. Uh, Rod Stewart. Absolutely a short king for sure. Tom Cruise. Sure. <laughs> I suppose so. Well, doesn't Tom Cruise though? He does the thing in action movies where like. It always takes me out of it when he's the same height as his wife or like the villain. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like Tom Cruise is not that tall in Mission Impossible, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah, they. I've I've worn shoes, you know, on on my show Mixed Dish. We have to wear vintage clothing, and yeah. and sometimes they give me boots or something like that, and and they come from other productions. And it's funny the boots that I wear. I'll, I I won't wear them because they're uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but a lot of them have lifts, right? And a lot of yeah, like the heels are a lot taller. And there's a few, there's a lot of actors that actually do that. Sure, no, I mean, hey, you guys are trying to you guys are trying to become roles. You know, not everyone can like gain and lose 200 pounds like uh, Christian Bale every day. So you you know you need to just throw a couple lifts in the shoe. Let's keep the show moving. Yeah, fortunately, my height is sort of right in the middle, so I haven't had to do that. I'm five eleven now. I think I was six foot at one point. You know, hmm. I've had a lot life. of uh, accidents and surgeries in my life. I think everything's compacting on my on, on my body. Is that a word? Well, sure. like a big gulp cup. The bottom just gets smaller sometimes. Uh, and Slater here is a, a master manipulator. He, he gets right under Screech's skin that like Screech's absence will, will really upset Kelly. Um, and Screech is excited about his date, like rightfully so, even though he has to be Zach. He's excited he has a date. I just thought Slater's like um, proclivity here towards manipulation is is indicative of like spending all this time at Bayside. Like I do think the Bayside uh, bubble has like rubbed off on him and now he's, he knows how to pit his friends against each other for his own like sick needs, um, which seems to be like a real, a thing that was happening a lot at the school. Yeah. And you, you fold that folder Slater, you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's not a 90 degree, but he is, he is clenching it. Maybe that was another, maybe that was another trick. If you, if you can't get an angle going, just squeeze the hell out of that thing and yeah. get a pump. Well, that I think that's what yeah. Hugh Jackman used to do, right? And like in Wolverine, he would hold dumbbells <laughs> at his side. 
I, would, he was, I was going to say he's always just holding grapes or oranges. Yeah, you're holding dumbbells. Out, out of yeah. frame, you you hold like dumbbells, and it kind of wow. gives That's you so a, funny. A, a pump. And yeah, what is going on in this world? Hey, listen, oh, we're actors. See, yeah, I mean, you would never know. Yeah, we're act. Not everyone can be Christian Bale. I get it. So right off, we're, and we're at the party. Yeah, we're at this party, okay, and right away when I that opening scene, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing dancing? That is the worst dancing ever." <laughs> Yeah, like little, like it is, it is. I just stepped away from the mic to really get it to feel it. It's bad. Um, again, Kelly, Kelly having all the best outfits in this show looks great. Yeah. And everyone else feels like they're, they're very out of place at this party. And I, I, I just want to, uh, again, tell the audience that right. we may have started this scene with a bump of music just to kind of get the beat going or not. Right. And then throughout this entire scene, there's no music. So every Nothing. background yeah. artist, everyone is on their own beat at that point. What's the thing? It's CPR, is, but you're supposed to use uh, BG, staying alive, right? That's like the thing is you're supposed to, if you're doing CPR, you're supposed to do it to the beat of staying alive is what I've heard. Oh, is that right? I wonder if, yeah, that is. By the way, we can't use that song. Have you yeah. seen that documentary, uh, the Bee Gees documentary? No, I haven't. Is it good? Unreal. So definitely, Unreal, uh, okay. you, you got to watch that. My wife and I just finished that and, I, I cannot believe out. how many hits these guys have produced. I, whole, I had a lot of respect for them before and, and even more so now. Yeah, no, I, thank you. I will gladly check that out. Um, but yeah, I was going to say, like, you, I would imagine if you're coaching or directing, you'd give the audience a rough be- sense of the beat or like even have someone off screen kind of nodding their head so the actors could like look over and like under. But I guess that was more work than anyone was willing to, uh, to do at the time, which is fine. Who cares? Um, we had a reference to Arsenio Hall. Uh, here at the party. His show premiered in 1989. Big deal at the time. Uh, helped elect Bill Clinton, depending on who you ask. So, uh, yeah, there you go. A little history. And Dustin walking in with Penny. She's holding the red rose. I love it. I love that she's holding the red rose. This uh, silent scream, this reaction from Zach. <laughs> is, this, uh, is this familiar to you in any way? What do you mean? Why, why would it be familiar to well, me? Well, it's one of my favorite that- memes. I usually send it to people. Oh, does it? Yeah, got it. Yeah, you're. It's one of the it's one of the gift moments of say. Correct. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I don't see. I think you're. I've never you sent this like, to you by the way. Blind spots. No, I don't think you did. Oh, I, shame. Or if you, I no, I don't think you did. Um, no, I, 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 you, I guarantee you have seen more Zach Morris gifts than probably anyone else on the planet. Uh, so yeah, it didn't stand out to me. Um, Penny Belding, by the way, played by Jody Peterson. Six episodes of Growing Pains under Jody's belt. Uh, she also played three different roles on Blossom. I don't know how you do that, but she was on Blossom three times as three different people. I was on Blossom. But were you on Blossom three times as three different people? No. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and she did a TV ad for Bubble Yum Gum. It's funny you were on Blossom. I was going to ask you about Bubble Yum because there's so many uh, commercial overlaps here. You seem to be like a, a tight pool of you know kids doing these ads, but uh, you were on Blossom. Okay, there you go. How much... We talked about it earlier. What do you think... What are the financials to rent out the max? Because like, Mark Paul, in a world where, you know, let's call it 2019, uh, you want to rent out a restaurant for like a birthday party for kids, you got to put some money on the table to like say, hey, I'm renting this or there's going to be a minimum of food we buy or something. It seems like Max just opens his door to kids to to dance and use the payphone. That's the only thing that's making any money in this place. He's <laughs> well, making he's making twenty five cents a minute. <laughs> yeah, that 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 guy's pager went off, and so he needs to yeah. to. I don't, oh, I, don't I don't know if our yeah, audience yeah, some drugs. remembers how pagers work, but it was a one way system. I mean, later right. on they had a two way pager where you could actually yeah. input 
The Some, beginning of text messaging, basically, yeah. Yeah, but for the most Two part, pages, it was yeah. a one-way system. Like somebody would call you, right. input their number, and then you would call that number back. So yeah, that guy's using the payphone to 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 um, answer his pager. Return a page, I guess. Yeah, there's all kinds of like '80s, '90s movies where there's like tech now that would make the plot never happen. But I feel like you would regularly see a character in the '80s or '90s be like. I got to get to a phone to answer my page. In Clueless, they were using both pagers and cell phones uh, as kind of a joke. Also, like, I know I've um, made a, you know, somewhat of a career here of throwing Zach right under the bus, but I will say that Slater is willing to completely ruin Kelly's party by, like, throwing Screech into the mix. It's, like, really kind of messed up. Anything for love, I guess. Is it love, though? It's, like, it's more like <laughs> vengeance or, like, it's, like, I don't know, it's... It's not it's not good. And all this guy wants to do, all Brett wants to do with Jesse is just dance with her. Uh, like just what guy wants her, yeah. to dance? Do you uh, are uh, you a dancer? I like dancing. Yeah, dancing is really? fun. Oh, I got to oh, see. Oh, I love this. dancing. Oh my god, when we when this whole thing's over, Mark Paul, we're we're, we're hitting the clubs, you and me. <laughs> not the clubs, but no, I love dancing. Dancing's fun. It's what we're, uh, you know, you're here on earth to laugh and dance, right? Among other things, I guess. Play video games, watch movies. But yeah, you know, Jesse figures it out with Brett. They danced on. They. It's like, come on, Jesse. You just. You just had this story last season, Jesse. It just opened up last season, but she figures it out. It's fine. Also, what the hell is she wearing? Like that long skirt to the floor. It's Kelly. Really did get the Kelly. Kelly got the best outfits in them. They. They did not always do right by a uh, by one Elizabeth. Her color. I don't know what what what. Where, where that fall it's, the green or what it would gray greenish gray I don't know but it's exactly the same as what Slater's wearing he is it oh yeah like let's, his shirt let's, is let's, uh, let's, green and let's black go to tape. just just like this outfit like he could put that on top and it would look great on uh, on Slater's outfit it was foreshadowing Mark Paul because they're gonna wind up together at the prom next episode which already aired <laughs> yeah you're right they are wearing the same color palette they should be together. Everyone at this dance is dressed like they have a different idea of what the dance was supposed to be. Like there are some people in like formal formal dresses and other people in like jeans and t-shirts. It's a confusing landscape of fabric. And all the balloons and decorations, like is Kelly paying for those balloons? Did the Kapowski family have to skip lunch last week? Like what what's going on? Where is the Kapowski family? Where are they her brothers and sisters? I mean, where, where are her parents? They're they're working part time jobs to pay for the punch bowl. Like what? What is the actual log- financial logistics of renting out the Max for this party? Who who sets all that crap up? Maybe that's where Max was. He's taking a rest. He's exhausted. And you know this this conversation mix up here, which uh, Slater's watching in the background, like ah, oh, my plan coming to sweet fruition. Uh. I love it. I love that the way Penny plays it and Screech is so happy being Zach for a day. You know, he gets the girl. What do you think about this line, Mark Paul, that they're going to Penny's uncle's, which is, by the way, Belding's house? Uh, and they're going to, like, do... He won't be home for a while. Like, is Screech about to have sex? <laughs> like, what, what's happening here? God, I hope so. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Screech is the first one in the group to lose his virginity. <laughs> and to, to Penny Belding? To Penny Belding, yeah. He, for any time Belding ever says anything, I mean, in some ways you would imagine that would have been Zach's like, goal to be like, well, I have a get out of Belding free card for the rest of my life. Uh, he ever raises his voice at me. Hey, buddy, I, let me describe to you in graphic detail what your niece looks like naked. So Slater's happy because his plan is working. Um, yeah. Kelly seems to be very distraught over this whole... <sighs> You, yeah, I mean, she, yeah, like you would be too. Yeah, I mean, like it's like Slater, like Slater dropped a bomb in this room. I know, but here's the thing: 
Why didn't I just tell her the truth? Uh, like tell Kelly, hey Kelly, here's what's going on. Here's the thing. She thinks she's on a date. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, why, it's, why wouldn't I say this? Look, Kelly, I I was gonna get detention. Um, yeah, you got Mr. Belding, uh, being the pimp that he is, uh, solicited his uh, niece Penny. Um, I have now uh, employed uh, Screech to to be me. Yeah. So that I could be here at this party. Oh my God, Zach, what part you're of this, so sweet. What part of this don't you understand? Yeah. What part of this is confusing to you, Kelly? By the way, I made 20 bucks on the deal. Here's here's a five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll give oh, you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you do. Yeah. I tried to lie Zach twice is, to her. Zach is the king of doubling down. He, he, Zach Morris will never, when confronted with the lie, ever like, no, it's always double down. That's like the whole, always. the whole thing. Yeah. And then, and then she said, then there's a switch like, Zach, I will never, this is the red heron, right? I, I will never forget this right. birthday. I will never. For the rest of my yeah. life. And then she says. I should be so mad. I'm so like, I, I make her happy because of the trouble I went through to make her feel happy. What? It's so toxic. It is like people overuse the term like, oh, like this is a toxic person or like, oh, that's a toxic. Like to- toxicity is like definitely a term that gets thrown around a lot. This shit is is toxic to be like, Zach, I will never forget the time you lied to me on my birthday. <laughs> and like also, also he booked, a, he did book a date with another girl. Like he, he was ready to date Penny and never tell Kelly. And like, that would just be that. And like, maybe he, he catches a weird hand job in Belding's backyard or something. Like he's not, he's not all the way like What's full of honesty that? here. And nothing's wrong with it. I'm just saying he was okay. ready to do that. Nothing's wrong. It's high school. That's exactly what's going to happen. But in your principal's backyard. But, uh, no, like instead, he only didn't go on to date with Penny because he was double booked. Like it's, it's like extra bad. It's all bad. <laughs> but all- but hold on, I I gotta I gotta I gotta stick up for my boy you Zach. Defend here. your man Zach. <laughs> yeah, he didn't want to go on this date. He was pressured into going on this date. He had no idea right. what who who Penny is, what she'd look yeah. like. He was just pressured into doing this because he didn't right. want to go to detention. But. Right. The fact that Kelly says that at the end where she says you went through all this trouble, I, I don't want to make light of this because th- this is a serious thing, but she really is a victim in this relationship. Yeah. No, you're not making light of it. She, Kelly is like the ultimate, I mean, it's the thing where you stay, it's, I don't want to name check any like famous abusive relationships here, but it's like these people stay in abusive relationships because it's like, I, you know, I mean, it works out for Zach and Kelly and I'm not going to, dis- I would never disparage the <laughs> legacy of Zach and Kelly here, especially on this podcast. But it is like, holy shit, this, I have it in my notes. This should have been the final straw. It should have been like, wait a minute, Zach, you were already my date to my birthday and you, okay, you, you got no, your 10th detention. But it should not yeah, have no. been a last straw because he could okay. have easily diffused it by just telling yeah, the by truth. By just telling it, you're right. You're totally Correct. right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, that's, that's so, so. She could have been so, like, you know, this is the last straw, Zach, and Zach could have said, "Look, be if you, Kelly, yeah. I, I, I only did this because I was trying to get out of detention. I love you so much, s- yeah, and I want to be here yeah. for you, and and also like this is going to be our whole lives forever. So buckle up, right? <laughs> like, and I'm, then yeah, I would have turned of trust, yeah. And then yeah. Uh, to make you know myself, Zach, look better, I right. would have pointed how Slater set this whole thing up oh, and man. how. Yeah, yeah. That's and a then, good one. Yeah. Yes, of course. I do nothing of the sort. I just she gives me a kiss on the cheek, by the way. A kiss on the cheek. Come on. 
but the crowd Ugh. still goes wild. I have it in my notes I again. Know, but <laughs> they well, love you guys. Where's we're, we're just the nat- normal kiss? I mean, and then I and then mean, I like I I show it off to Slater like ha ha ha. Yeah, ooh, but, look at this. Yeah. yeah, you guys are you guys are children. I mean, it is funny. I mean, it's, 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 you know, Screech is going to 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 peg Penny at in Belding's house. Oh, someone is, is that, something is happening there. Yeah, Penny's a Zach, wild girl. We never Zach see her gets again. a kiss on the cheek, and it's you know, it's uh, it's gold. So I, I did. I mentioned it, but I I will say it again. Love to see Screech win for once and get the girl and go, like it's fun. Good for Screech. Um, happy for him. Yeah. And that's the episode. I mean, the crowd goes, wow, that's the episode. Uh, <laughs> it's fun. Uh, what a, you know, it's, it's, it's really nutty, but like it is, I, I coming off of the house party episode where I feel like so much happens and there's so much iconic imagery here or in the last week to like come to this where it's like a more traditional say by the bell plot. Uh, but it's fun. I had, I had fun, yeah. Paul. I hope you did too. It was a, No, I did too. It was a good episode. I really okay. enjoyed this episode. Thank God. Well, it's not the last one of all time. We have one next week. It is called Rent-A-Pop, which is a play, of course, on the term Rent-A-Cop. Uh, you know, the guys who guard the mall or parking lots or whatever. Uh, shot in the dark, Mark Paul, which you think Rent-A-Pop might be about. Is it about soda? We did a lot of soda talk this week. Yeah, no. Um, I I I know this because I did a little. Uh, I was I was looking ahead to see how many more episodes we had for the rest of the season, and just uh, counting down. I, uh, no, I just I just wanted to know because uh, I mean to let our audience in. Please, we yeah. we we tend to pick our guests, um, you know, specifically for certain episodes. Right. And so I was I was just looking ahead to see because I know we end on the Jesse Jesse song, the Is caffeine that? pills. Yeah. Yeah, the caffeine pills. And I was just looking for, like, you know, trying to get a, a, a sense of when I have to reach out to Elizabeth to see if she would be a part of our podcast. Sure. Um, and I, I did see Rent-A-Pop uh, on, on, the, on the list. Uh, and I saw that Zach, something about his dad. That, that's all I know. Yeah, there you go. Something about Zach's dad. Pop is right in there. You get the idea. We will see you next week. Thank you, Mark Paul. Thank you, the listeners. And uh, yeah, what I just said. We'll see you next week. Zack to the Future is a production of Cadence 13. It's executive produced by Mark Paul Gosler, myself, and Chris Corcoran. Production and direction led by Terrence Malingone. Editing and mastering by Andy Jaskowitz. Engineering and production coordination by Sean Cherry. Artwork by Kurt Courtney with illustrations by Jeff McCarthy. Marketing is led by Josephina Francis with PR by Hilary Schuf. Thanks to the whole team at Cadence 13 and to you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>